Hello and welcome to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass with the support of Arts Council England, where we explore the value and impact of music on our lives. In today's episode, John Sinclair talks to Leicester musician Luke Broughton, who hosts events called Take the Stage at the Donkey Pub and Duffy's Bar, introducing an inclusive and diverse night of expression. Luke uses the power of music to support marginalised people at the Leicester organisation The Bridge Homelessness to Hope through workshops and fundraising activities. Well, now is Luke Braunton. Good to see you again, Luke. Yeah, good to bright see you. yellow as well. <laughs> good to see Not you. Not going to miss you today. No, I don't think anyone is. We met at the curve, obviously, uh, for doing music differently, but let's hear a bit about you because I know you're heavily involved in the bridge and they played at the curve as well yeah. the band that is but what about your background how did you come to be doing this well I sp- yeah I suppose I've always been interested like from a very young age I've been made aware of like I suppose vulnerable and disadvantaged communities uh, my mum set up like the first young women's project in South London in Brixton in the 80s when I was a very very young kid and she set that up as like a kind of, it was part refuge, part youth club, part kind of sexual health workshops, part arts and crafts activities. It was, inc- it was extraordinary what she did. There was no brief, there was no blueprint. She just thought, this needs to happen. And she did that. And I'd go to work with her and see all this stuff. And I was like, I guess I was very politicised at home as well. My parents kind of always kind of made it quite clear to me that like, I guess we were, we were privileged relatively. And there were people that really, really really were struggling and suffering and that that just always resonated with me and I always wanted to kind of do something to support that. I sort of started off in youth and community work when I was like around 19. And you got particularly involved with your current project December of last year. That's right, yeah. yeah. So what led to that? Um, well, I'd worked with one of the people that kind of leads the project there. We worked at like a... Um, a, f- a food waste kind of redistribution place called Perfectly Edible. It used to be the Real Junk Food Project. You know, we did we, again catering for very vulnerable people, like putting food parcels together and things like this, and, and kind of trying to do something about food poverty in general. Yeah, it's still a problem today. A massive, massive problem. It's not going away. It's not even dissipating. Sadly, I don't think. Um, but we sort of we left there and kind of put our heads together, and she was like, "Come down here and have a look at what we're doing at this new organisation." And I was just like, this is perfect for me. This is exactly where I want to be. I'm working with these kind of people. It's, yeah. And it kind of moved on to, to the bridge. Obviously, uh, you've got a, a band together that played at the Curve recently as well. And we do. They, they, it's a kind of a growing thing, is it? It is. I mean, it, when I arrived at the bridge, there was kind of like a sort of, like a sort of informal jam session thing going on on like a Friday, which was really lovely, um, and a music group. And so I sort of took over from that started leading that voluntarily initially and then I don't know like we still have that but there were certain people that kind of wanted a little bit more structure had had drive to actually kind of wanted to find opportunities outside of of the center to to to, to go and kind of test themselves and, and and show themselves and so we started really getting inside music and sort of looking at people's strengths and kind of nurturing that and Forming a bit of a band, really, and trying to get us like a couple of gigs and performance opportunities. We've, we've now done the curve, of course, and we did the donkey yesterday <laughs> at lunchtime, <laughs> which was great. 
And I, I think everyone's also been surprised by how good they are. It's also a well being there's a well being factor for everybody. It's huge. It's, it's, it's huge. It's, we we're talking about essentially people that have very different needs, varying needs, but some incredibly vulnerable people. Some of the people with um, extraordinarily, heartbreakingly difficult lives. And I know that when we get together for this two hours, or when we go and perform for that half an hour or that hour, it's sacred to them. And it's, it's something to hold on to throughout the week, throughout... And to look forward to. To look forward to, 100%. I mean, honestly, like, I, I get really emotional. Like, they were incredible yesterday. And to think of some of the hardships that these people are continuing to go through, and they get up and stand up on the stage and give everything they have like that and sing from their heart, it's magical. Like, Have you got people volunteering to be roadies as well now? <laughs> yeah, for a free taxi ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we have, we have. But it's really interesting as well, like... It shows how much I think it means to people that these are people again with very chaotic lives, very transient, whereby you don't know what's going to happen the next day and you can't predict circumstances and yet they somehow managed to find the commitment to continue this project and I think that's testament to how much it means to people involved. And what other areas do you tend to get involved with now? I'm running a photography project there as well. We're about to start... A, a big project where we're going to explore life for people in the homeless community not ju not not essentially just their lives as homeless people but basically their voice their lives so to, 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 to give to, to sort of give them it's going to be called it's going the project is called invisible communities so it's to bring visibility and it's not and it, and, it, and, and it's not to 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 categorise or to, to it, it, it's to show that there's depth to everyone and we need to consider people in a more humane and human way. So it, it's not like, what is your life like? How are your hardships? It can talk about what you want, like what food do you like if you want to? What's your favourite colour? It really doesn't matter. And it's art, to give people well, representation. Art can cover a lot of areas, can't it? Yeah. yeah. Drawings, uh, talking, whatever. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. Poetry. Yeah, and we and we're, we're exploring all those mediums. We've got like um. We've got an arts project where we're, we're exploring. Currently, we get donated so many useless, bad kind of formal shirts that no one wants to wear, and there's, there's no context for these people to wear them. So we're repurposing clothing and upcycling and turning it into like expression and design and stuff. And hopefully like that can raise more profile, but it, it's another way to sort of apply your trade artistically and can even generate some funds. We're looking to put a clothing line together. They're not fashion conscious then, obviously. Uh, well, the, the shirts are, are horrible <laughs> and, and, until we get our hands on them, but they look they look great now. They're yeah. incredible, yeah. And yeah, we're exploring like creative writing and poetry and all forms of art, really. Because I, I really think like it's it has helped me with my mental health throughout the years and it's helped me sort of express myself when every other avenue was kind of shut down and when I was at the height of depression it's like it's the only thing that felt right and good to be on the stage and and, it, and you don't have to confront the everyday when you're there in that moment. But you must see people who come through and that's happened to them similar to you that they, they, they've opened up a little bit more? Massively, massively. Yeah, there's been an, an immense amount of growth and, and people that potentially probably people might have thought wouldn't have engaged or 
wouldn't consistently engage have, have really stuck with it. And I can see like confidence building in them. And I can see like their hunger for more and more opportunities. They really want to push themselves further and they, 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 they don't see why there should be any limitations to where they can go with it, and nor do I. <laughs> I think that's the and where do the thing. people come from? How do they get referred to you? How does it, how does it work? People tend to drop in. They, they tend to come in, and then we, I mean, I don't personally deal with that, but we have people on the floor, caseworkers, who will like assess their needs and talk to them about what their situation is and stuff like that. And, and then we kind of take it from there. But we're, we're essentially, I guess, the, out, the last the line. The outlet. Yeah, we're, we're, we're the place that takes people where there are other kind of stipulations and conditions and other services that they might not quite fit into. We, we look to work with pretty much anyone that we can. And uh, you've got a festival coming up, we can't name it, but you can't name you know, it. you've got to put on a performance of, for an hour, you're telling me. It's a, it's a local festival, yeah, we, we can't name it. Uh, it's in June, we can't name it, obviously. It's on a Sunday in June. I, we were just talking earlier, I'm, 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 I'm looking to put a choir together. It's a, yeah, it's like a big stage, big, big kind of show, so... I'm looking to obviously involve some of the bridge in that as well, yeah. and they'll be playing. They'll be they'll be opening the Sunday at, at this festival, which we can't name. So that that looks good. And also, I'll be curating a Saturday in Castle Gardens with uh, another charity and the bridge in, in partnership, Bright Sparks, which are like an arts and mental health charity. So we'll have loads of stuff going on. We can't name the festival. So, yeah, that, that's really exciting, though. That's a big opportunity to really show what we're doing to a lot so of people. So you've already got the songs in mind, I think, as well, haven't you? I Most do. I do. I do have them in mind. Not in any particular order yet. But it will. that will come. But, yeah, no, I sort of have a, a bit of a kind of... Um, I see it as a sort of curve. It's a bit of like a... I see it visually. It's a bit of a visual score in my mind of... How that hour's going to be Concept spent. Concept even. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So you keep busy then, but it sounds more this. Yeah. Is it more or less, I mean, you mentioned you've got a holiday coming up and you're looking forward to it, but is it a, a seven day a week thing? Do you get to rest at all? It, it, <clears throat> I mean, it's technically not in the sense that I don't go in all the time, but I, I, I feel like I do take quite a lot back and I, I guess I'm always corresponding and always trying to tee stuff up and, 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 and set up other opportunities and network it has felt pretty full on I guess it's of my own making I, I, I'm not complaining I mean it's really it's helped you though That's it's, helped, it's helped me to it's helped me through my own struggles and it's helped me connect with a lot of people where especially through the height of I say the height of the pandemic we're still in it I believe but in the height of it, when we were really locked down and when we were really insulin and when we, were, we really felt isolated, it struck me as like, this is a time where in some way I have to reconnect, not just reconnect with people that I know, but connect in a wider way with people that I think I'm probably yet to meet, but that I think I need to meet. People that are like-minded, with like-minded kind of ethos and ideology and let's let's find each other and let's get some stuff off the ground you know on a more serious subject financial things have hit people with increased gas prices and so on and people struggling inflation is that a worry for the for the future for people who are in a vulnerable state already i think it's a worry for everyone i think people that are in a very vulnerable state i mean of course it is 
when you when when you have relatively nothing and it looks like you're going to have less that is just not sustainable i mean this is going to impose homelessness there's no doubt about that it is going to put people out of house and home people that are working in jobs even you were saying that you spent a night on the street recently and that was you know that was quite a raw experience i think it really was actually i had tried to mentally prepare for it for quite some time and I thought I was quite pragmatic and realistic about what it might be like. I was very aware that in no way was it simulating being homeless or trying to experience what it would be like to be actually homeless because that simply isn't possible. Someone tweeted to me, it's like, because I was like asking for like space blankets and things like that and they were like, why don't you try doing it like homeless people actually do it? I was like, are you joking? Like, they try to be as warm as they possibly can. Like, I can't do it like they do because I get to go back to a really nice, warm flat. And I feel very lucky and privileged for that. But what I did take away from it is things that I hadn't kind of anticipated, like the eerie quiet of it, actually, where we were. The cold, the the sheer coldness and hardness of the the floor, even with matting and bedding and cardboard and... And, and, the, and the, the constant light of street light in your face and, and no comfortable position. And this was, this was without threat of, no, no threat to our security. Like, we didn't feel unsafe in any way. without people walking by. And that's so right, on, yeah. that's right. So I can't even begin to imagine what it's like when there's people walking by. So every noise is potential danger. Everything smells because you don't get to wash things regularly and stuff. And... People are like shouting stuff at you, kicking you, taking your stuff, moving you on constantly so you might sleep for 15 minutes at a time and you can't sleep here, mate. And it's just, I can't even begin, but it, I got home and, and that's I felt... One night, that's one that's night. That's one night, yeah. And I got home, got into bed in the morning and I just felt really upset all day, actually, because it's like, how can a human being have to live like that? And, and I suppose, you know, as people in a more privileged position... We see a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot of it. I lived in London for a while as well. And you just tend to walk by it and kind of hope it goes away. But it's not going to go away without people taking action against it. No, it's really not going to go away. And It could get worse, that's what we're saying. I think it is getting worse. And I think it will get exponentially worse under this government. I have to say that. I think that's quite obvious. Like Their callous approach to any vulnerable community... Is is, is 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 driving the disabled. I mean, look at what look at what they're doing now in terms of like the trans community, in terms of like correction therapy and stuff like that, it, 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 conversion therapy. It's unbelievable how callous they are towards vulnerable minorities in this society. Increased prices and costs of food, costs of, of, of energy and utility bills, the housing crisis, the the, the rent being hiked. The private rental system simply not benefiting either tenant or landlord because of what they've done around universal credit. It's going to grow. It's going to increase. Well, there and was I, a system in Leicester because I, my wife was involved with it as well, where they used to pick up people from a local church around the corner from here and take them to stay somewhere overnight. Sure. I know that's kind of progressed over the years to more permanent places. So there is some help getting out there. There is, there is, there is. But it's like, it is just like literally scratching the surface. It's just not even, 
It's not near. Do some of the people that you see probably come from that sort of background? Absolutely. Like many, many of the people that attend the bridge are, are rough sleeping. They have no fixed abode. And actually, quite often, I don't want to say like, but it is a choice, but it's like some people are making the choice to be sleeping on the streets rather than being in the accommodation that they are temporarily placed in. Some of that accommodation is, is awful. Like, it is not fit for purpose. There are no human rights being upheld in this accommodation. Their places, their doors are kicked down, they're broken into. They are abused, manipulated into, into taking drugs and selling drugs there. It's sometimes better to not to be on the street. That's how bad some of the sort of halfway accommodation is, and that needs to be addressed. Well, uh, on, a, on a brighter note for you, yeah. uh, it's looking forward to putting music together, putting a, a choir together. Absolutely. I might know a few people. Well, that would be a great help. Um, I'm sure I do. I put the shout out today, and yeah, we've got around five, six weeks or something to put something together. Yeah, you're going to need at least four of those weeks to rehearse, I think. Probably, yeah, probably. I would so. Yeah, great to see you then, uh, Luke, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, because it's obviously having an effect. I will do. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You've been listening to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass a community interest company focusing on music for community well-being with safety, inclusivity and diversity at its core. Thank you for listening and if you've enjoyed this episode please subscribe and you'll hear about the next episode as soon as it drops. And do take a look around the Drum and Brass website drumandbrass.co.uk to find out about our many other projects. Our special thanks go to our guest Luke Broughton, to our funding partners Arts Council England, to our presenter and producer John Sinclair and to you for listening today. Drum and Brass, putting music in the community and doing music differently.